Welcome to Fixtures Podcast. I don't even know what episode this is, but we should be straight chilling out here. Game week 12. It's 11. Game it's 11, 11, game week 12. We straight chilling out it's here. It's match day 11. Week, match day 11. Game week 11. We're straight chilling out here. Game week 11. Next week is game week 12. I'm a genius. We're straight chilling <laughs> out here. Live. Okay. Oops. Um, so we are in a bit of a time crunch, so unfortunately this is going to be uh, an abbreviated Fixtures podcast. Very abbreviated. Um, I will also call this one the Fixtures Varcast. Um, so let's jump right into it. Bournemouth 1, Manchester United 0. Menu is so bad. Surprise. If I say anything, I'm in trouble. Why? I don't want to chat. Uh, I don't want to chat anything because I know Arsenal is also <laughs> just as bad. <laughs> oh, we'll get to Arsenal. Um, but yeah, United looking just poor again and again and again, week after week. It's really. It's how long can this go on for? It's really bad. And I mean, Bournemouth has just been in really bad form, really, over the past few weeks, and to beat United. Yeah, that's pretty bad for United. Um, okay, so uh, I don't think we'll dwell too much on that, but I mean, we've asked the question every week is Only Gunnar Solskjaer going to go? I think the answer is a resounding I think he, yes. Yes. He sacked before Christmas, I think. Um, on Christmas. But let's. It's an awful so, Christmas present. So uh, let's move on to Newcastle United 3, West Ham 2. This is a great W. For Newcastle, yeah. West okay, I feel like people overplayed how bad Newcastle is. Like, I mean, like, no. The fa- I, I There's just, some starlets in this. I team. don't think they're gonna get relegated. Well, and you know why this team won three two? It was West purely Ham. no. It was purely because of John Joe Shelby came back in and had a, an absolute beast of a game. Um, he, I think he was involved in all three goals, and he was just really just tearing it up. And he scored an amazing free kick. Really, really good. Um, so, I mean, they're definitely... Newcastle's definitely going to be happy having him back around because he's a force to be reckoned with and also potentially a, a dark wizard. Um, I feel like Newcastle's attack is like the Soviet Union, and I feel like Newcastle's defense is like Kazakhstan, you know? <laughs> I don't know if that makes any sense, but it, it made sense in my head, so... Um, yeah, so, sure. <laughs> All right, so, um, yeah, not not really too much to mention in that game. Uh, Newcastle obviously really needing those points and being quite lucky to pick them up. Um, playing very well. West Ham uh, really should have done better. And Hilaire still hasn't been scoring. I don't think he scored since, like, game week seven or eight. I don't know. It's been, it's been a little bit for him, so. Yeah. Um, all right, moving on. Aston Villa one, Liverpool two. We played better from behind. There is okay. There's actual plot uh. armor going on with this Liverpool team. I don't understand <laughs> what's going on. It's like every single time they want to lose, God wills it for them to win. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. It's it's funny because it's we. I mean, how many games have Liverpool won with like ninety fourth minute headers? That one, the one Everton game last year, the well, I think wasn't Darby, it last was, week's game? We also did the same thing. Like, uh, who's it against again? Oh, it was a, it was the pen, the uh, penalty against uh, Spurs? Yeah, but I, I feel like, I feel like Liverpool Liverpool is kind of being like it's kind of accidentally pushing themselves to the title. So I don't I, mean, th- I don't think that's accidental at all. Liverpool. I think that's when 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 Liverpool goes one 0 down. That's exactly where they want. Where they want to be, I think. 
They do play better from behind. I, I <laughs> They are the definition of a second half team. Go I'm ahead, true. Nick. Liverpool not deserve to win this game. Oh yes, they did. Nah, it should have been a draw. I feel like Mane produces too much <clears throat> magic to draw against Aston Villa. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> um yeah, it was uh pretty impressive. Also, uh this happened. He's not offsides. Um, VAR. Let's, this is our first VAR incident we'll talk about. Um, he, he, Bobby Firmino's, like, I don't even know. I mean, uh, yeah, why would you? I'm sorry. What, I mean, look at those lines. For, I mean, pull, go pull up a picture of this online. I'll, maybe I'll, I'll post it onto our Facebook and Instagram. Um, not offsides. No, you won't. Yes, I will. He, okay, uh, here's the thing. Like, I understand, like when it's like a foot or like your head or something, but his armpit does nothing. Like his arm, his armpit. Those lines are is. completely arbitrary. And then, yeah, it, it it doesn't help him at all to have his arm like slightly no. ahead of the defender. What? Like, why does this count as offside? I, I feel like the rule needs to be changed a bit. Uh, it's it's a joke, and uh, it's it's really uh, apparently they're doing the Premier League managers and stuff. They're talking about having yes. like a challenge system like in like american football um you can challenge the var well i think the big thing they're talking about right now is uh on field uh monitors that's what they need yeah but like the challenging thing is a little weird because like but like the main issue that was brought up with it was that like if coaches would like strategically do it to time waste right i don't i don't don't think think the free-flowing game so yeah i agree so here's my thing about var here's my thing about var um i don't think the problem right now is that rather than VAR being video-assisted refereeing, I feel like right now it's just video refereeing. and it often, Yeah, there's no regular referee. It's just it's only VAR. Yeah, it's whoever's at the VAR booth. And if uh, Martin Atkinson or uh, Mike Dean decide, oh, you know what, I think that's a penalty. I'll give it to him. It's not, e- it's not, it's it's really, it's not even like... It's not even like the refs have like any say because a lot of times it's like they don't even have any doubt that like it wasn't offsides or anything. And then like right the and then the VAR is like comes on like their little mic in the ear and is like, hey, no, dude, double check that. Well, it's not even double check that. It's that's just, the problem. That's the ball. It's that hey, we're looking at this. Okay, yeah, it's a foul. I said so. Like and then the refs like, okay, I guess that's what it is. Um, let's talk about the terminology clear and obvious error. I don't like it. I don't. I don't like it because it's it's just too ambiguous. But it's it's also clear and obvious. Huh? I don't know. I don't think it's good. It's a good way to phrase it. Because I've seen pre- a lot of VAR decisions. Some work. F- I I almost feel like VAR is getting it wrong more than it's getting it right. I feel like it, I don't it was even better without it. And I, I really wish I couldn't say that because it's such a it it would be such a good like you know advancement if it wasn't if it was being utilized correctly but it's a lo- not a lot of people are getting really sick of var and i can definitely get that um i don't think we need to throw out var completely and say this was failed we're never doing this again um because plenty of other leagues are doing it successfully um, it works everywhere else but england and that's i mean it debatably debatably it, i mean italy it, has their issues i mean because italy right now they had var as of last year and their big issue that they're fighting with is refs sitting at the little on-field screen for extensive periods of time, like Ooh. seven, eight minutes of a ref sitting there replaying a, f- a foul from every direction. I mean, I I don't know. One thing I was thinking about is, I mean, really, these minor, minor, minor incidents really should not be 
reviewed in such fine, fine detail. I mean, if you can't tell that a dude is offsides, like pretty much right away from watching a replay, like you shouldn't sit there and draw these little lines and see, oh, his pinky was offsides. Or if there's, if you have to replay a foul a hundred times to see if there was contact, like it's not a foul. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. Just go at that point. If there's that much debate about it, they should just go with the on-field, whatever the on-field thing is. Again, that's what it's supposed to be. Clear an obvious error. It shouldn't be a situation of we're going to sit here and nitpick and watch this replay a hundred times to see if there was contacts in the contact in the box, um, which we'll get to with the Chelsea game. But it's, I just feel like they're not. It's not a case of is it a clear and obvious error. It's a case of we're going to check every little minute detail, and nobody right. wants that. We're spending too much time. On this. I know. We need we're going to the next game. <laughs> I know. All right. Uh, moving along. Arsenal, Arsenal Wolves. Won. Jacques is terrible. Arsenal's terrible. Okay. Everything, everything's right, terrible. Let, let, Mark, let Mark, Mark talk about it. So, so as of today, uh, Grand Jacques got stripped of his captaincy and it was given... After how many games? Two, one, three, maybe. I don't know. But uh, it was given to Aubameyang. Pathetic. And so the problem here... I, I feel, Okay, so I'm not a tactical genius, but the problem here, I think, is the fact that we didn't shoot at... Like shoot at all <laughs> after the thirty second minute. <laughs> Thank you, Nikki. But uh, after the thirty second minute, Arsenal did not register a single shot. Like that's just sad. Like you have you have to be able to at least like I don't get it. Why do we score and then sit back? Like we're not we're not Southampton. We're not Norwich. We we should be able to play free flowing attacking football with you know we have a bombing Pepe. I mean he literally puts Pepe on the bench for no apparent reason. Meanwhile, he's also he's playing Ceballos. Um, he's playing Ceballos, Torreira, and Ozil in midfield, and he's got Torreira the furthest one up front. I don't know what's going on Mark, in Emery's head. I have two questions for you. Go for it. Are you happy to see Ozil back? Yes, but only I'm I'm happy about it, but I'm also skeptical skeptical because like a lot of people have been saying like you know Return of the King, but you know the last few months where he was playing, even he was kind he's kind of terrible like. Otso is extremely inconsistent, extremely. And okay. I remember when and I always was the opposite been. of the case. Okay, or not really the opposite. But you know. My second question is: Is Emery out? I mean, yeah, I, I I think I've been saying it since. The, I think you've been Sheffield saying it since United. almost week one. I would say probably. I I didn't like him last season. To be honest, I didn't think he. I don't. Th- I didn't think he performed well. I think Wenger was. What I think sticking with Wenger would have somehow. Probably been a little bit slightly better than this. I doubt that. It's yeah, that's debatable, but I could definitely see it. But I don't know. Are they definitely? This is not working. What they have going on right now, and I I, I think the cat the captaincy pick now of going to Aubameyang is a really good example of of really Arsenal's problem is they really don't have on field leadership. There's really no. I would say the only one that has any sort of leadership characteristics is Kieran Tierney. Uh, and I, th- I feel like Bellerin does too. But, I mean, uh, Kieran Tierney's too new to the squad. Yeah, yeah but Tierney, I mean, he has experience leading, is what I'm saying. He yes. has leadership so, experience, is what I'm saying. Yes. To be fair, Xhaka has been the captain of both Borussia Mönchengladbach and Switzerland. Um, yeah, no, he's not the captain of anymore. Arsenal. Arsenal. <laughs> and Aubameyang is, I guess, the Arsenal captain now, but he's also he was also the captain of Gabon, or he still is, I think. I don't know. But... I mean, the point is, like, being a captain somewhere else doesn't particularly mean, particularly mean that they will be, like, a great yeah, captain. Yeah, true. Yeah. And Hector Bellerin is 24 years old. He, I feel like he's old enough to wear the armband. And I know, 
I know he's he's gonna be he's I think he would break the curse is the thing like I don't see Aubameyang staying for any more than two years or however long his contract is so you know I, like we haven't had a captain stay for longer than two years since like Tony Adams I think it was maybe Patrick Vieira possibly Fabregas but yeah other than those three like all all the captains have been out in two years so. I feel like Bellerin would have been a much better choice, a better choice for the future over a, an aging Aubameyang who's going to leave soon if we don't get Champions League football. All right. Moving on. Sheffield United 3, Burnley nil. Big win for Sheffield United. Very big win. Um, played a really good game. Lundstrom, obviously, uh, racking up the fantasy points and uh, racking up the real points. Three and points for Sheffield a- United. You had him second on your bench, Ryan. I know. Rest I in know. peace. Big boy Roy had him captain. Are you kidding me? Nope. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Why would you captain God. a Sheffield United center back? Because he's not a center back. He's a center mid. Yeah, but he's in the game as a center back. Exactly, which is why it's so good because when he scores, he gets more points. And when Sheffield United keeps a clean sheet, which they've been doing consistently, they're actually he's getting even more points. So, Right. Um, all right. So uh, just to move things along here. Uh, we have Brighton, 2, Norwich, nil. Uh, both of these teams should have been relegated after this performance. Oh, my God, was this awful to watch. Um, I didn't watch it, so. Me neither. You guys are lucky. Um, Brighton, basically, I, how many shots did they end up racking up? I mean, it was uh, astounding uh, just how poor they were. 21 shots, 5, five. on target. I, it was They were just I 16 mean, shots off target. They had so many shots in the box, and it was just they were just wide and all over the place, and it was just horrible. And Norwich was giving the ball away and giving them golden opportunities, and Brighton was just completely missing every shot they had. It was awful. But neither of these teams deserve any points from that display. It was bad. It was really bad. That sounds like a very fun game to watch. All right, moving on after that game, though. Manchester City 2, Southampton 1. City deserved to lose this game. Yep. I would agree with that. I feel like Southampton decided they wanted to come back, and I feel like they kind of proved themselves to not be the whooping boys of the Premier League. I don't, I mean, I don't like them personally. I think they should be relegated anyways, but this kind of proves that. City? (laughs) Ha ha. But yeah, this kind of proves that <laughs> Southampton should can hold their own in the Premier League. But they've been proving that since they got back. So. Um, they still lost. Yeah. If whatever. City had been playing a better team, would they have lost? No, they were playing a better team. They were playing a worse team, and they won. But what you just said made no sense. Yeah, if, they, if they were, if City was playing against a oh, Ar- like that's Arsenal, not what you said, or Chelsea, do you think they would have lost? Well, that's yes, what I meant. Yes, hundred percent. 100%. This City team grinds out big results. It was two, that was not a big result. That was 2-1 to Southampton. Yeah, they grind out big results. If they played the, exactly the same way they I played finish? versus Southampton. No, I know, but they grind out the big results against the top six. Like Other other than Liverpool, they can consistently beat the entire league. The problem is they falter against some of the lower teams, which I think is a problem that Chelsea had a couple of years ago. They would have won the title, I think, if uh, they didn't just completely lose against like the Norwiches and the Cardiffs of the league. And next week, obviously, City playing Liverpool at Anfield. What are your predictions, Nikki? What? <laughs> what did he say? Manchester City. City versus Liverpool next week at Anfield. What's your predicted scoreline? Nil-nil draw. 
You think nil-nil draw? Yes. Mark, what do you think? I'm going to go adventurous with a 1-1 draw. <laughs> I'm going to say 2-1 Liverpool. Yes, because you're a Liverpool fan. Surprise. 2-1 Liverpool. Bleeding confidence. I like it. Origi, 96-minute header. Woo. Uh, um, <laughs> all right. Lovac. Nikki, your game. Watford, 1. Chelsea, 2. That was not a penalty. It was not a penalty. Not a penalty. What a disgrace. They reviewed it, and even the commentators were like, this a penalty, this a penalty. No, the, com- a penalty. the commentator, at least on the game I was watching, the, commentators were, the commentator literally said, if that's a penalty, this game is, is just falling apart. It was, it was not it, a penalty. I mean, it, if you look, it was not a penalty. Did you, see, did, any, did you happen to see that, Mark? Nope. Okay, so... In, in any was, imagination was that... Let me describe it to you. Let me describe it to you. It was so, not a penalty. What happened was... So Delafeu is dribbling. Like pretend this is the outline. Like the goal was like here. This you can't is the see this. This but is the he's using okay. his hands. But um, so Delafeu is dribbling, dribbling into the box from the right side. He dribbles in. He goes all the way up to, against the outline, pretty much, and he has the ball still. He hits the ball in front of him. Jorginho goes in for a tackle, clips maybe his like pinky toenail. Okay. He brushed Delefeu, his shin. Dele- brushed yeah, his yeah, shin. Delafeu. Okay, listen to what happens though. Delafeu does not fall. <laughs> Delafeu keeps going for five steps and then falls over when he realizes the ball has gone out of play. And then they yeah, call that diving. a penalty. That and is not a penalty. Also, Delafeu's awful. So. Yeah, he literally every game I've I mean, seen him this he, season, every game I've seen him this season, he's just been flopping around like a dolphin trying to uh, get the Honestly, most. he should have given yellow card for diving. That was 100%. Yeah. It was... It was horrendous. I honestly hate him so much now. He, I thought he was like a half decent. I cannot stand him. It was it was honestly appalling, and it was. I, I mean, it's for, disgrace for VAR to overturn. That now let me let, let's let's talk about this wording again. Clear and obvious error. The on, not an the, obvious error. The on field call was no penalty. Was no penalty because it was so, not a penalty. Not only was this a case of. VAR stepping in. This is a case of VAR stepping in and saying that the ref on field got it wrong, and that was indeed a penalty. If that was a penalty, the amount of thing. I mean, any any, contact, any type of contact in any the box contact would be a penalty. in the box is a penalty. I mean, that's just insane. I mean, it's a contact sport. I mean, it's not. It's not. It's not like we're playing like flag football. Um, it's a contact sport. And here's here here's my big qualifier for it. Anybody who thinks it is a penalty, if that foul happens anywhere outside the box, no way is placed. No way. No way. No way. So. Yeah, that was honestly appalling, and on, that should be a case enough to throw out VAR tomorrow and make yes. sure. And I mean, this is it's it's not helping. It's not helping. It's making things worse, and and it's it's not even like okay, we're slowing down the game, but at the expense of getting every call right. Also, at this point, it's just up to whatever ref is just saying, oh, you know what? I think it is this, and then the ref on field goes, no, I don't think it is, and then the VAR ref can just overturn anything on the field. That's insane. Also, uh, I wanted to point out that after that, Jorginho literally almost beat the crap out of Delafeu. Probably, I don't blame Literally him. In in the game, he was going so hard into challenges with Delafeu, and he any time that he like Delafeu would get like slightly angry at him, Jorginho would just flip and just like push him almost to the ground. It was hilarious. But uh, all in all, Chelsea played really well. Aside, yes, and, they and, and they racked up a lot of shots on target. And they honest, it honestly could have been, um, you know, five nil is what really it should have been. Christian Pulisic and Tammy yeah. Abraham getting the goals. I think Christian Pulisic um, getting another goal kind of just uh, concretes sixteen his spot. shots, ten on target. Concretes um, a spot into the starting eleven for the next couple games. I would say at least. 
Yeah, for sure. I'm going to be dropping Callum Hudson the door. I mean, for my four goals team. in two games. Um, and, an ass- and he assisted Tammy Abraham's goal. That's pretty good. All right. Oh, actually, no, he didn't assist Tammy Abraham's goal. It was Jorginho. Yes, Tammy, did you see yes, Tammy Abraham's Jorginho, goal was insane. Yeah, that Jorginho, that Jorginho pass, pass was, was also fantastic. Was insane. Um, what? Um, uh, Jorginho, I think uh, last year he got a lot of stick. I don't know. I don't really know why he didn't play that bad last year. But this year he's playing. Phenomenal. I think because people, so cause people were expecting him to be doing what he's doing this season and being that kind of. Deep lying. That's deep not lying what Sorry wanted him to play it at the time. Sorry wanted him to play as a cam almost when we but got now, him. I mean, he's a he's a pivot player. He plays yeah. as the pivot in a system, and he really takes the ball and plays those forward passes. That, also, to break if you the look defense. at the sta- if you look at the stats, the man just going off of purely stats, the man of the match was one hundred percent Kovacic. Really, I think Kovacic. No, it was said. It even said, even Chelsea put out a thing that was like our man of the match is Kovacic because of these stats. His, that's happened two games in a row now where Kovacic has just been everywhere on that pitch. He's been making tackles, making passes. He had the highest pass completion rate out of any player on Chelsea. He had the highest dribble rate out of any player on Chelsea. He had one of the highest tackle rates, and he's a midfielder. Lampard it's is insane. Lampard is working wonders on this midfield. Every single one of those players that Sarri signed up last year is looking so much better under if Lampard. You told me, if you told me Kovacic was going to be an instrumental play, uh, player in Chelsea's season this year, I would have told you you were a damn fool. Me too. Yeah, uh, I would agree with that. Um, honestly, if you'd have told me that this Chelsea team would be in, what are they, in thir- third right now? They're tied for third. Tied third for fourth. third. Um, fourth place on goal difference with 23 points, tied with Leicester. If you had told me that they'd be competing for a top four spot, I would have laughed in your face. I thought they'd be down with... I would say they're competing was... for a top for a top two spot, even. I mean, they're only two okay. points behind City. Yeah. They're two points behind City. I, f- I feel like it's not a top two anymore. It's a top one and then three more after that right now. Uh, it. I mean, there's still definitely things can change. Um, or I don't. I, yeah, I, I don't think I, Liverpool should not feel too comfortable. I don't think it's their uh, their uh, their league to lose. Also, as I saw a lot of people have been saying. I saw an interesting stat uh, recently that was it was Chelsea has. M- had more VAR used against them than any other team in the Premier League this season. Oh, that's got to be. I mean, Liverpool's got to be close. They, they got to be real was, close. Liverpool was either second or third. But they got to be second. Chelsea was number one. Chelsea, like, they were number one by, like, a decent, like, amount. Like, they've yeah. had so much VAR used against them, and they've still managed to stay in fourth place. All right. Impressive. Well, let's move things along. Um... Crystal Palace nil, Leicester City two. Leicester City picking up, uh, you know, picking up points, doing what's needed to do to stay top, to stay top four and the top three at this point. Um, putting Palace to, to really to shame. They played really. Leicester City played really well and just outplayed Palace. I think it really doesn't come down much more than that. I'm really impressed by Leicester this season. I'm they're honestly well. playing. They're playing amazing. I'm really impo- impressed again. by uh, Soyuncu. Yeah, so they brought him up from the academy, didn't they? No, thought, he was out of Roma. What? Yeah, Arsenal was interested in him when he was at Roma. I know he didn't play at Roma. What? I don't think he played at Roma. He he was he was in Italy before. Yeah, he was. At, I think he was in Italy, but I don't think he was at. Roma. Uh, I don't I don't remember what. Right, let's what? check transfer market. He was. You're both wrong. He was at uh, Freiburg. Nice. Well, all I remember is that Arsenal was very in 2016. So he moved. He moved to Leicester City uh, August 9th, 2018. So. He he was he was on Arsenal's transfer targets. We didn't sign him for some reason. Yeah, he was cheap. 
But yeah, he he's turned out to be a great player for Liverpool last year. So yeah. Andrew, I believe he spent last season in the academy, and then they brought him up when Maguire. He, left. he played a couple games uh, last year, I think. He started a few, uh, but he yeah. played. Mo- I think he played mostly Premier League two games. Yeah, though, yeah. for sure. All right, uh, he's, he's so, very young. So I think that uh, wraps 22. up Leicester City yeah. Palace. Uh, Leicester City being really, really on good form right now. Uh, lastly, two teams that are not on good form: Everton one, Tottenham one. R.I.P. Andre Gomez, bro. Seriously, that injury is just horrible. Uh, I mean, it was horrible for I think everybody involved. I felt horrible for obviously Andre Gomez. I uh, felt, felt I felt even worse for Son. Son, dude. I mean, he was obviously just devastated. I know Son um, and Arier. Arier was devastated too. Yeah, and uh, good news is um, Son's red card was overturned. Um, I don't know if you guys yeah. saw that. It, well, it's yeah, it was not right, a, it and was rightfully not a so. It was, it was not, not a red. red. Um, it was it was definitely. Yeah, it was. I was a total freak accident type thing. It, it was, was nothing. Yeah, I don't think there it was, was no anything malicious. Attempt. There was no deliberate. It was just. Son uh, the, I think Son is the nicest footballer on the planet. I don't think you can name a nicer uh, guy than Conte. Yeah, he's a bit of a. Um, I would say him and Conte are tied for literally the nicest. I don't, guy, I nicest don't know, not even Son, nicest footballer. Nicest guys on the planet. Son has a. Son has a. Um, a mean streak. No, not a mean streak, but he's got a. Uh, he's definitely Temper. does. No, he's like when he was playing Liverpool and he was like every time there would be a free kick, he would be standing where he obviously should not be standing right in front of the person trying to take the free kick, smiling his face off. He was but he's funny because he tries to do like the like, you know, what like somebody like Sergio Ramos would do. But he's just sitting there giggling. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's he's a genuine nice guy. I feel like. Yeah, it's 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 funny. And I think they're I think Pochettino is trying to get a meaner side out of him. So he's like getting in people's faces, but just laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, obviously just a a bad situation for everyone involved. Uh, Hopefully, you know, Andre Gomez can... You know, come back stronger from that, but it's he gonna did, be a he long. He did undergo uh, surgery successfully. Yeah, so. but it's gonna be a long way back. Oh, and I, yeah. I, I, did you see the picture of his ankle? No, I didn't. I oh honestly, my. I couldn't even watch oh, it. Dude. I heard about it, and no, I was like, pig- no, I'm no, not. No, no the, honestly, the footage does not do it justice at all. The, the footage, the footage is not bad. does not show the extent of the injury. Oh, the like, picture itself is the just picture awful. is insane. Okay, so to describe the picture, it is basically the the bone that attaches the bottom of your leg to your foot. Is sticking out of his foot. It's like, like coming out of his. Like, yeah, it's, it's really bad. And his foot is just like, rushed off to the side. Um, it's really bad. Uh, and then I think, would you guys agree that coming off of that, I think Spurs was just kind of still in a daze and then got scored on like that? It I, had I to think be like that. It, it had I think to 100%. Be. I think I, they were just like. They didn't even know what to do with themselves. I they, think were they were so just distraught. Shocked, yeah. It was just, it was, they, it was just shock and they, they got scored on. I don't think either team really deserved to take away three points from that. Yeah, um, I think, it, I think a draw was definitely the correct yeah. result. Yeah. And I, I agree. Okay. Also based off who scored. That final goal kind of makes sense that Spurs were a little dazed at least. It's Cheng Tosin. He hasn't scored. He hasn't scored for a long time. And uh, so that puts at the end of the week right now, we have Southampton, Norwich, and Watford in the relegation zone. Out of those teams, which ones do you think are going down, Nikki? Watford and Southampton. You I think Norwich is going to be okay? They've been a re- actually really bad I mean, form right Norwich, I mean, honestly, I could see those three themselves going down. But I think for sure, like a definite is definitely Watford Southampton. Norwich is in is in the worst form out of all of them right now. I know, but I just think 
like overall, I think definitely is Watford Southampton. What thing, do you think, Mark? Watford Norwich for sure. The problem, my thing with so- saying Southampton's going to go down is that every time I say it, they never do. <laughs> and so at this point, I'm just accepting that they're not going down, and I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say either Burnley. Maybe Newcastle or Villa is going down. It's got to be one of those three. So you think Everton's going to claw their way out of there? There is no way Everton's getting relegated. I've seen them in worse shape than this. I feel, I, feel, I think they finished 17, 17th multiple times. I think Everton's also refuses to get relegated. But that's how Aston Villa used to be. So Also, I don't think we talked about it enough, but Sheffield United in sixth place right behind or behind Arsenal right now. Is there to be how impressive is that? I didn't, I thought Sheffield United was going to be relegated immediately. Um, yeah, I mean, who who in a million years would have put Sheffield United in sixth place at this point? Not me. Um, that's just crazy. That's just insane. I can't. I cannot believe that. And I mean, I, I mean, especially like when you see Villa it. and Norwich kind of floundering at the bottom of the table, and then you see Sheffield United in sixth. I mean, with one loss in their last five, that's crazy. And, I mean, they're above Manchester United, Tottenham, Wolves, West Ham. I mean, they're above so many good teams. It's it's astounding. I, I can't believe it. The management and the summer recruitments have been great. Other than Ravel Morrison, I'd say just about every recruitment that they made this summer was genius. I don't know why they got Ravel Morrison, if they're just going to stick him on the bench. But, yeah. All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, we apologize for the shorter episode, um, but uh, we'll see you next week. And uh, thanks for listening. Peace out, gangsters.